Six-Second Kiss Paralysis, Episode 36. Welcome to the Awaken You Podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Well, hello, my lovely friends. Welcome back to another week here on Awaken You in Your Marriage. It is an incredibly beautiful week here in the upper Midwest. It is fall and its beautiful earthy tones are on point. And actually today, as I record, it's cloudy out, very cool, very windy, And I hate to admit, but it feels like snow. It will not snow. Not yet. This week's episode is one that I have been pondering to myself for a while because I was a bit uncomfortable with how exactly I was going to present what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it. After pondering for several weeks, I decided... I was just going to go ahead and do it and see what comes out. So you're going to find out right here, right now. Because if you are here, it is most likely because you're struggling with how you're feeling in and about your marital relationship. You are wanting more than what you feel like you have right now. And you're unsure about how to go about the undoing of where you're at. So first, I want to say welcome. Second, I want to share that all things are on the table for discussion here in Awaken You, because if we don't talk about what we're struggling with, it is going to be quite difficult to come up with solutions, because then all we're doing is burying it. All of the problems that Awaken You solves for would be a waste because we would be showing up in the world like there's nothing wrong. Like a six-second kiss, no big deal. So we're going to stop burying, we're going to stop avoiding, and we're just going to bring it all out and talk about it because, trust me, if one of you are struggling with it, if I'm struggling with it, There's another person struggling with the very same thing and they're afraid to talk about it. So if we talk about it, it can help at least one other person and more, I'm certain. So what I really want is for us to talk about it, to stop avoiding and to stop hoping something different will happen to make this discomfort go away. Something different for sure can happen but only if you make that something different happen. You want something different, so you have to go get it. With that said, this week I'm going to talk about the six-second kiss that you may have heard about 
as an action to help create a more loving, connected dynamic in your marriage. Then I'm going to talk about feeling stuck with this suggestion and not being able to move forward with it, feeling maybe some guilt and shame because you don't know how to do this thing that everybody is talking about and how amazing it is, how it's transformed their marriage. And then we're going to talk about the steps to being able to implement the six-second kiss in your marriage. So let's dig into what I'm calling the six-second kiss paralysis. Say that three times fast. I'm not going to even try that. Well, let's start with what the six-second kiss is. So if you don't know what it is, I mean, it's pretty obvious that a six-second kiss is exactly that. Uh, So I don't think I need to explain the logistics of what it is, but it is something that many relationship experts suggest a couple implement to help create a more intimate connection in their marriage. Dr. John Gottman from the Gottman Institute discovered that kissing can improve the health of a relationship. And I don't think that any of us would disagree with that discovery. Gottman shares that there are several things a six-second kiss can do. And I listed a bunch on the written version of this episode. And I'll list a few here. It can build a ritual of connection. It can create physical touch. It can be a bid for connection. And if you don't know what a bid for connection is, stay tuned because I'm going to be talking about it in the near future. So if you are the one initiating the six-second kiss, it would have your partner turning towards you. It boosts fondness and admiration, builds appreciation between the two of you. It can increase your love maps of your partner's kissing style. It adds to your emotional bank account. Listen to this one. It can boost your positives for the five to one ratio. It can lead to sex. And I am going to tell you that that benefit of the six-second kiss was one of the things that held me back from implementing it because of a whole bunch of old stuff that I have worked through, but I actually wanted intimacy outside of sex. And so I was really working on implementing touch and conversation and different forms of intimacy that we did on a regular basis that increased our desire to have sex, but didn't necessarily lead to sex. Okay, so I wanted more connection outside of just the touching that happened that led to sex, if that makes sense. It can be self-soothing. It very much is so. It can also reduce cortisol, that lovely stress hormone, and boost oxytocin, the love hormone. Now, I don't want you to worry 
if you aren't sure what the meaning is of terms like bids for connection or love maps or emotional bank account or the five to one ratio, because I've got your back. Over the next several weeks, I'm going to take each one of these and create a separate episode about each one so that you can start exploring them while you're building connection in your relationship. So stay tuned for those upcoming episodes. So that's what the six second kiss is and the benefits of implementing it in your relationship. Now, what is the six second kiss paralysis? I somewhat alluded to this. For me, there were several things like we weren't even doing a six second hug, right? We were doing a little peck, a little hug, maybe. And um, we were really working on finding ways to touch outside of the times that we touched that led to sex. So the six second kiss is being stuck in a place of inaction around something that you would love to implement, but the implementation seems so disconnected from where you are in your relationship. Now, you are here because you want to create a different dynamic in your marital relationship. And because you care, because you are tired of what you have been creating, you have probably heard, like I said, how magical the six-second kiss can be to bringing you and your partner to a new level of closeness. But here's the problem, though. You might be so far away from that six-second kiss that you're frozen into inaction. And you might even be pushing your partner away a bit. You might be thinking something along the lines of, I would love to have a six-second kiss, but we barely have a daily peck and hugs. Hugs are few and far between, if not non-existent. Or maybe it's this, a six-second kiss? Yeah, sure, he should be giving me that, but he isn't. And until he does, you're crazy if you think I'm going to give in to that. Or maybe it's this. He doesn't seem one bit attracted to me. I'm afraid of the reaction I'll get if I try to give him that big hug that I dream of giving him, much less a six-second kiss. Okay, I get it. Trust me. I get it better than you may think. I myself felt shame around what I thought should be simple to implement if I was in a loving relationship. Okay, here comes the shame, right? But after analyzing my shame and my discomfort, I decided to expose myself. I decided to open up to the love that I wanted and embrace myself for the love I wanted to create in my marriage, knowing full well that I had no control over how my husband would react to my invitation. Plus, we are doing a lot of work on our relationship. We are doing a lot of things to help build our connection, to help build and improve our communication. As we do all of those things and start to build a strong foundation in our relationship, 
the things that we weren't doing begin to become easier. So as you open yourself up to being vulnerable around having a relationship huddle or creating a fun adventure with your partner, watching your brain and what it does when you go on those adventures. As you do all of these things, take these steps, build your confidence, you become more willing to become more vulnerable. So while I had heard over and over the magic of the six-second kiss, this is nothing new, it felt so uncomfortable because of what I was making it mean. I myself was working on making sure I was showing up authentically and not as my old people-pleasing self. I wanted to do what I wanted to do for myself first, okay? I wanted to be unattached to my interpretation of his reaction, okay? So old me in the beginning of our relationship, I would take this action because of the reaction I would get from him, which would be good. But now we had created a distance in our relationship. I didn't want to take that action from any place except from a place where I felt love, like I wanted to give the love and it didn't matter how he received it. Like I wanted to be able to implement it, let him react however he did react, good or bad in my interpretation, right? And be able to myself still feel love. This took time for me. And I had work to do on myself and my reasons for my actions and how I wanted to feel if my actions weren't received the way I thought they should be received in a way that would make me feel loved, right? So I wanted to be able to do it and feel loved internally, not feeling love from outside of me, needing him to show up a certain way. I had to get to the place where I would be able to feel love because of my actions, not because of the way Jeff showed up. Now, by the time we had we had done so much work, when I did implement first the six-second hug, it was received very well. And I'll explain a little bit about that process right now, because now I'm going to talk about how to remedy this six-second paralysis. And I've kind of already talked about that. I mean, it's starting to do the work on believing in yourself, doing the work on, on believing that what you're doing is helping you build a better relationship because of the work you're doing internally, not needing him to show up in a way that makes you feel good, right? You already feel good in the process. So the first thing you have to do to start unraveling what's going on inside of you 
is the process of looking at how you have gotten to where you are now in your intimate relationship and why, why you're there. How are you feeling about where you're at and what is the thought process getting you there? So you're going to look at how you're showing up in your relationship, especially when we get to the place where we see that we're not particularly happy with how we are showing up and seeing what result these actions are getting us. So instead of turning outward and blaming them for how we're feeling, we work through that part of the relationship. So when people come to me, they are really blaming their partner for how they're feeling in their relationship. They're looking outside of themselves. As we start doing the work and awaken you, they start looking inwardly. At that point, that's when they can start doing these processes. Because as we do this work of unraveling, we start to see how we ourselves are the creator of how we feel in our relationship. And we start to let go of that death grip we have on our partner. We start to let go of that blame and the resentment while learning how to show up for ourselves. The second thing to do is to decide what change you feel only a little vulnerable making. Maybe 10% more uncomfortable than what that big step would be for the six-second kiss, right? So I've talked about this before, but let's go over it again. In our relationships, we get stuck at this place of comfort where each person in the relationship isn't exposing themselves to any vulnerability. They're staying safe, right? And when we get to this place, our desire for each other fades. We get bored. And in order to bring some flame back into the relationship, one of the two has to open up a bit in vulnerability. They have to take a step that feels a little unsafe. Now, because you're here, because you're the one seeking information about how to create a relationship that you love, you are the one who gets to do the leading in this opening up, in this vulnerability. Another thing to keep in mind is that if you step out boldly in vulnerability, like too boldly, like maybe 90%, it's a little scary to, well, not only yourself, but to your partner. You're probably going to get an unexpected reaction. They're going to feel a bit uncomfortable, maybe a lot uncomfortable, and it's going to be so far from your norm that it's going to cause a a questioning in the mind of the others. Maybe, maybe not, but very often. And that reaction might actually push the relationship further away rather than bring it together. So how this opening up begins is by looking at your current routine and asking for something more from a place of love, desire, not blame, not resentment. Maybe it would be 
in the morning when you and your partner say goodbye for the day. Maybe what you do is you give each other a peck. You say the old, you know, I love you, have a good day. And a deliberate step of courage would be to tell your partner you would love a longer hug, maybe a six-second hug. And it might feel a little awkward to begin with. Pay attention to what comes up for you during that hug, what happens in your body, maybe even write about it. And then once you've implemented this baby step of vulnerability, you're going to keep doing that thing until it becomes comfortable for you to ask for a little bit more. After some time in the six-second hug, maybe you squeeze him a bit harder, thank him for his time, and then the next day, maybe you ask for a three-second kiss along with that six-second hug, and so on. You You get what I'm talking about. As you do the work of opening up to a better understanding of yourself and why you are doing the things that you might not want to do in your relationship, you begin to have a clearer sight of the things that you actually do want. As you do this work and start visualizing that which you want, you start to own it for yourself. And then when you start to own it for yourself, guess what? You begin to create it. The six-second kiss was something I originally was afraid of and felt shame. Like, I can't believe I'm struggling with this. I was afraid of possible rejection until I realized that when I open up to the love I want, no one, no one can reject me. They can only reject themselves and the love I choose to pour all over them. If you're in a place where you want to start implementing new ways of being in your marital relationship, then I want to encourage you to come check out Awaken You. It is my one-on-one coaching program where I give you the courage and the permission to achieve what it is you want in your marital relationship. And it starts with you. I hope you'll come join me. And speaking of coming to join me, I have something special for you. I have a six-week marriage prowess class that I want you to come join. It is going to be amazing. We're going to talk about designing what you want in your life and your marriage and what that looks like. We're going to talk about whether you're all in on your marriage or not. We're going to work on self-confidence. We're going to learn how to create better connection. We're going to talk about letting go your past marital story and believing in a new story. We're going to create a long-term marital vision. And we're going to talk about real-life implementation of all of the work that we do in that six weeks. I would love for you to join me. In order to join me, you are going to have to get an invitation. And the invitation is through my mailing list. So let me know. Go to my website. Go to scroll to the bottom of the website. Hit the subscribe button. And I hope that you will join me on that six-week program. Ciao, my loves. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. 
If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life, we study it, and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you. Oh, 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 oh,